Hello, everybody. Welcome back once again to another episode of the Knowledge Group podcast, offering you a forward look at what you can expect to hear from our Knowledge Group webcast. And on this particular episode, we're going to be joined by our panelists on the December 9th webcast, kicking things off at 12 p.m. Eastern and lasting for an hour and a half. We'll be talking about FINRA arbitration and enforcement, a year in review, and what lies ahead. Now, joining us and outlining what they intend to cover, we have Deborah Jenks, Heather Middleton, and Peter J. Tepley. More information about our panelists and the webcast can be found in our description box, as well as a website for details about how to sign up and how to tune in, whether that's on demand or live. Don't forget about Podcast 25 when used at checkout, which will get you 25% off at very per first paid webcast registration. Once again, Podcast 25 found in the description box along with everything else. Without further ado, we'll turn things over to our speakers right now. Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Heather Middleton, and I'm uh, at the law firm Riker, Danzig, Scherer, Highland, and Peretti. And on our webcast, I will discuss the Zoom arbitration trend and FINRA's practices and rules surrounding it. I will also discuss some best practices and things that parties should consider when agreeing to conduct a Zoom arbitration to ensure a smooth process and that their client gets to put on their best case. I'm also going to discuss the future of Zoom arbitrations and the trend towards keeping it as an option even post-pandemic. And then finally, I'll discuss motions to vacate as a result of events that occurred during Zoom arbitration, such as inattentiveness of the panel members and other issues as well as an update on some key case law in that arena. And as for FINRA enforcement, I plan to discuss FINRA's regulatory focus on outside business activities of associated persons, FINRA's focus on whether or not associated persons are fulfilling their obligations to report them and to get them approved by member firms, as well as whether firms have systems and processes in place to record and approve the activities, such as written supervisor procedures, questionnaires, and attestations for their employees, as well as surveillance systems to detect any unreported activities. And then I'll also discuss supervision of remote work. In the last well, more than a year and a half now, firms and employees have adapted to a remote work environment. FINRA published Regulatory Notice 2016, sharing practices that firms have implemented for supervision in remote work environments and it is reminded firms that they must continue to implement a reasonably designed supervisory system as well as memorialize and writing any adjustments made to their policies and procedures as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic. Remote work environments lend themselves to additional cybersecurity risk as well as concerns for business continuity. Firms and FINRA have focused on making the appropriate adaptations and we'll discuss some of those details. And I'll pass it on to one of my fellow panelists. Hi, I'm Peter Tepley. I'm an attorney with the law firm of Rumberger, Kirk, and Caldwell. I work out of its Birmingham, Alabama office. And on the webcast, I'm going to be talking about two topics related to FINRA arbitration. The first is going over some case filings and arbitration statistics and comparing them to 2020. And then I'm going to talk about some um, ideas that I have about how regulation best interest, or what I'll call Reg BI, is going to come into play in customer arbitrations going forward. Um, as relates to FINRA enforcement, I'm going to discuss Reg BI and Form CRS, 
And then I'm going to talk later about potential regulatory issues regarding Reg BI compliance and problem brokers and problem firms. Hi, this is Deborah A. Jenks from the law firm of Jenks and Harvey LLP. And uh, we're delighted to have you attend our um, webinar on FINRA arbitration enforcement, a year in review and what lies ahead. I will be speaking about FINRA expungement processes, and this will primarily pertain to the expungement of customer complaints and some other matters from the broker check reports from, of registered persons and how FINRA is now handling those types of matters and proposed rule changes that have yet to be adopted. I will also address the uh, proposed model rules to combat unpaid FINRA arbitration awards and discuss the potential for insurance under errors and omissions policies as a possible solution to unpaid awards if a solution is needed or required at all. Finally, I will be discussing um, under FINRA enforcement two different topics, um, electronic communications and potential future new forms of communications and how firms are going to be required to monitor uh, text messages, emails, WhatsApp communications, and possibly future forms that we haven't even seen yet. Finally, I will address uh, FINRA's remote examinations of firms which were triggered in large part to the COVID-19 pandemic and um, will probably continue in some remote format for the foreseeable future. And we'll also address what we're seeing as the movement away from FINRA regulated broker-dealer firms and broker-dealer models to registered investment advisory models and the future of potential regulation of RIAs outside of FINRA's reach. Thank you. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode of the Knowledge Group Podcast. Don't forget, more information about this webcast can be found in our description box below, along with a link to take you to the full agenda for the program on December 9th. We hope you can join us at 12 p.m. Eastern or register to get a copy of the recording if your calendar is full. However you choose to listen, we hope to see you there. And until next time, this has been another episode of the Knowledge Group Podcast. Take care and bye for now.